right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy too. Get right into it here. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful day to be alive. So, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, I don't have anything to be grateful for. Well, you know what? You better check your pulse. Because if you have a pulse and you are breathing and you are alive, it is a great day. And of course, there's so many things to be grateful for. So let's just get right into it here. You know, I want to talk about my personal life for a second and the differences of what's going on in my life because for over six years, I was in a relationship and I loved my relationship. I loved who I was with. I had a fantastic time in my relationship. But in that relationship and with all relationships, you make a lot of sacrifices. Now being alone and having this alone time, I cannot tell you how beneficial it is for me to be able to work on myself. It's very difficult for someone to look in the mirror and say, I need to start changing things and then working on themselves while they are in a relationship, whether it's a marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be. Because when you start working on yourself, you then have to start taking personal time with yourself and sacrificing the relationship time. Now that I'm not in a relationship, I don't have to sacrifice any of that. And I am... 100% all about me and my own personal development. And I'm trying to take advantage of that all the time because at the end of the day now, I'm totally accountable for myself. There's no help. So when the rent is due on the first of the month, there's no splitting the rent. No, I have to come up with that money. And if I'm sleeping all day or if I'm watching Netflix at night or if I'm not personally growing or if I'm looking out the window, oh, woe is me, this life sucks, I don't want to go on anymore, I'm miserable, I'm the victim, you know, playing that victim card, well, that's not going to pay the bills. And when you're alone, you start to be able to say, hey, what is it that I have to do to start making my life better? And you start seeing the stark contrasts of doing that. That's why, you know, I fail in a lot of my relationships and a lot of it's my fault because what I do is I lose myself because I go totally into the relationship and I totally then, you know, undermine my own personal gains, my own personal wants, needs, everything because I'm always trying to make the other person happy and then what happens is I start not becoming happy because my personal stuff starts changing. I gain weight. My my business is not working as much as it is because I'm so concentrated on the other person. But here now, now that I have alone time, and I got to tell you, it is priceless being alone. A lot of people are scared to be alone. A lot of people, you know what it is, is I'll tell you when you start getting older what it is. People are scared to die alone. 
when you start getting up in age and then you're not, you don't think that you're invincible anymore and you start to say to yourself, you know, death could be a reality soon. You know, if this, you know, you look at a life as a roller coaster, I would say the age of 40 is when you hit the top of the roller coaster, when the train starts, starts going up, up and up. And then after 40, which is they call it over the hill, it's all downhill. So I'm at 48. I'm just starting to go down. Life is good. The train's going really fast. Everything's great right now. But sooner or later, it's going to stop and it's going to come to an end. Right? So what I'm doing right now, and I'm going to give you some examples of how different my life is. I said, and I looked in the mirror once my relationship ended, I said, you're going to have to start doing things completely the opposite of what you were doing when you were in this relationship if you want change. So one of the things I do now is I get up around 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.10. I'm up at 4.10. I get up. I go in front of the bed. I start praying to God. I start giving gratitude towards God. I thank Him for everything that He has given me. And again, I can't stress the importance of if you're going to ask God for something, you have to first be thankful. It's like that with any type of relationship, especially with God. And I give thanks. Thank you for everything that you've done for me. Thank you for my eyesight. Thank you for the ability to have a job. Thank you that I actually got up this morning that I'm able to kneel down and actually pray to you. And then I ask for grace. See, gratitude and grace, they go hand in hand. You first have to be thankful for the things that you have before you can start thinking that God's going to grant you this grace and give you things that you may be unworthy for. It's the gratitude that makes everything. It's the service to others, helping other people, that then when you get that grace, you feel like you deserve that grace. It's a big difference there, deserving grace, feeling worthy of grace, or then feeling unworthy of something. It really is. You know, there's a saying that if you just hand somebody, a broke person, a million dollars, you come back in a year, they're probably going to be broke doesn't matter that you give them a million dollars. They don't know how to manage money. They don't know what the value of money is. You give a rich person a million dollars, you come back in a year, you probably have five million dollars. It's really, you know, it, it's really true when you think about that. So what do I do? So after that, now I'm going to the gym. I'm at the gym at 4.30 in the morning, which I truly believe if you are at, it doesn't matter what age you are at, going to the gym is a necessity. It is 100. You have to make your body move in certain ways. You have to consistently get your heart rate up. If your heart is not fluctuating at a level, and I'm not meaning that you have to go there and be on a treadmill for 30 minutes and jog at nine miles an hour like you see some of these people do. I can't do that. But what you have to do is you have to get it to fluctuate a little bit. You have to lift weights. You have to get your body out of that just normal activity of just walking around and doing absolutely nothing. But working out is just not the end of it. After that, I go now to hot yoga. And, I'm, and I truly am saying this with the most sincerity. Hot yoga has changed everything about my life because I'll explain to you what I mean by that. As I'm getting older, I am less flexible. It's like an, a rubber band, right? An old rubber band. You see that it's old, it's decrepit. You look at it and you know, or a cold if you put it in the freezer, you don't want to stretch it because it can't really go too far. The older the rubber band. That's how my joints feel because I'm not stretching all the time. 
I'm not doing it, but when you do yoga, it forces you to stretch body parts that you've never stretched before. I actually come out of there and I feel like I'm the definition of health. I go there from six o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock. I got a full, you know, you know, unlimited membership. I'm like, you know, forget this. I'm buying all these knickknacks. I'm buying Amazon. I'm buying all this stupid stuff, bubble baths, Mr. Bubbles. I'm doing all candles, whatever I'm trying to do. And I said, you know what? Instead of spending all this money on this stupid stuff, let me start spending it on things that are going to actually improve my life. And yoga, I'm telling you, has changed everything dramatically. One of the things do I want to, you know, get into here is the importance of consistency. Consistency is so key for personal growth, in my opinion. And it's what has, you know, been a major factor in my happiness is being consistent. Because there's so many things that we do right now that we want like say instant gratification, right? We live in a world of instant gratification, just our cell phones alone, right? We get the news instantly. We don't have to wait until five o'clock or if we miss the news at five or seven o'clock, you had to wait until 11 o'clock to watch the news. No, no, we got notifications coming immediately. I know what's going on in Saudi Arabia just by having a cell phone in my hand. I have a personal computer with the cell phone. Things have changed. It's not like the 80s anymore, right? When you would have to sit there and listen to the radio and say, I'm waiting for that new song to come on. Oh, I can't wait. I can't find it. I don't know when it's coming on. It was on. I got the tail end of it. That means I probably, I go to this channel, this channel, that channel. And you're waiting for like hours for that new song to come on. No more. Instant gratification. You go on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever it is, Amazon Music, and you get it like that. Instant gratification. But some things in life, you don't have instant gratification. Some things in life, you need consistency. And you have to do that. You have to remember that. Like, you know, for example, going to the gym. If you look at yourself and say, I'm overweight, and I know what I have to do. I have to start going to the gym. You go there one day, you're working out, come home, you look in the mirror, nothing. You go there a second day, work out hard, maybe for an hour, right? Hour and a half, whatever it may be. Come back, look in the mirror, still nothing. And then you have that, that, that voice in your head and you start saying to yourself, this is not working. What are you doing? You're going, you're wasting your time. You know that voice, that inner voice inside of you always telling you, what are you doing, Joe? Come on, stop with the nonsense, this gym stuff, this yoga thing, it's not gonna work. But if you stay consistent, things start to change after a week. After two weeks, you start now all of a sudden when you're bench pressing, you went from a certain weight, maybe 150 pounds. Now you're at 160, 175 pounds, and you'll start to see the results. You have to do that. It has to happen. I mean, even just brushing your teeth, so, so to speak, right? You do it on a consistent basis. Why do you do it? You keep it up. It's monotonous, yes, but you do it on a consistent basis because you want to keep up that appearance that you have good teeth. Right? I don't know about you, waxing your ears, putting Q-tips every morning. I'm, I'm just, this is a quick sidebar for people that don't do this, because I think this is one of the biggest turnoffs that you could possibly have in your life. If you're not using a Q-tip every morning and cleaning out your ears, and I see you, I don't care if you're a friend, you know, date, whatever it may be, a teacher, professor, I'm at the grocery store and I just met you for the first time and you're the cashier, whatever it may be. And I see wax in your ear 
It's one of the biggest turnoffs that I could possibly see. Guy, girl, don't matter what you are, who you are, what you look like. You can be the hottest girl in the world. I see wax in your ear, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. But what do you do? In order, you have to be consistent on it. You keep doing it. You keep going forward with it, right? That's what you do. Relationships are the same way, right? You have to be consistent. You don't fall in love with someone overnight. If you're a guy and you want a girl to fall in love with you, it's not going to happen overnight. What you do is you consistently show that person the love or, you know, the affection that you have to them. And then you give them flowers one day or you're thinking about them when they come back from work, you know, work one day and they start talking about your, their day, but your day was great, but their day was horrible and you don't want to listen to their day. That's not going to work. You have to sit there. You got to go through it. You have to listen. You have to make believe basically like, you know, you're really uh, in tune to it, even if you may not be worst, by the way, can't stand it, but that's what you have to do. And then eventually it, like I said, it doesn't happen overnight like that magic after all of these little things, the girl is like, you know what, I think I love this guy. I think this is the guy, I think he's the one. They start text messaging their friends, they're on group chats, whatever it may be. But it's a commu uh, you know, accumulation of all of that, of what gets you going. So where am I going with this? What am I doing with this? Where, where, where is it that I'm saying this? You have to consistently, okay, because it doesn't happen overnight, you have to consistently work on your mind. You have to, and I said this before in the past, you have to guard the door to your mind. It's a big Jim Rohn uh, quote. You have to constantly absorb new things. The key to happiness is progress. You know, what I, you know going back to what I was saying earlier about going to yoga, getting up every day, being consistent with it, right? Stretching. Next thing you know, I'm able to touch my toes. I could never get the Presidential Fitness Award in gym because I could never touch my toes. Even though I was an athlete, you know, in every single sport, I can never touch my toes. Now all of a sudden I start, to, oh my God, this is what it's like. Every day I'm seeing something new. I'm being consistent. I'm progressing. But being, feeding your mind new information, getting smarter every day, is one of the most important things you can do to make progress. It is 100% important. But the reason why I'm talking about all these other things before it is because you can't expect things to happen overnight. Consistency is the key. You have to keep giving your brain new information. Read the books. Okay, I can't read anymore. I'm done with the reading. The font is at like, you know, 90 or whatever. I start getting headaches. You know, I'm reading on an iPad. It's this thing. And then I start thinking to myself, this is probably the worst thing for my eyes. I'm already looking at a computer all day. I'm already staring at a phone all day. Now I'm staring at this big iPad or a Kindle or whatever it is. So I'm listening to these audiobooks, but I'm feeding my mind. You have to keep feeding. You have to keep absorbing. New things that you learn equals progress. I'm going to play this quote for you right now. It's from Oprah. And the reason why I'm going to play for it, because what you're about to, actually, you know what, let me just play it. And then we'll come back and we're going to analyze it. And you're like, Oprah Winfrey, Joe Kozel's playing it. Oprah Winfrey. Listen, you can hate on people all you want, but when you have successful people, and when I mean success, the definition of success, you know, you look up the word success and there could be a picture of Oprah Winfrey there. I mean, coming from absolutely nothing and being basically a billionaire, 
on her own, on her own. And the struggles, if you look through her life, and this is another key that you have to start doing with yourself. If you really want to be successful for whatever it is, let's just say you want to be a computer scientist. What is the best thing that you could possibly do if you want to be a great computer scientist? Study successful computer scientists. If you want to have a lot of money, what do you want to do? First, you want to surround yourself with people that have a lot of money, right? Because you want to absorb whatever it is that they're doing, the information, the knowledge, the wisdom that these people have. You want to take that all in. You don't want to hang out with losers. How many times have I said it to you? You hang out with losers, soon enough, you're going to be a loser without a doubt. Hang out for losers, guess what's going to happen? There's going to be a fifth one. You know what that fifth one's going to be? It's going to be you. Right? If you're, you know, and, and you want to be able to grow, that's why you want to hang out with smart people, people that are successful people, not negative people, not people that are unsuccessful. You know, if you want to be faster in a race, right? If you want to grow, if you're in a sport and you want to get better at the sport, are you going to want, do you want to have the competition and you be the best person there? No. Because you're never going to grow. You're just going to dominate these people. You can actually get bored of even you know, going against these people because all you're doing is dominating them. But if you see people that are better than you, right? If you see a player in a sport and, you're, and, and you play the same position, let's just take wide receiver, for example, and you're not doing well at wide receiver position, but you see this one wide receiver and he is the best. And you start then studying him. Why is he so good? Oh, I, I see why. He's always open. How does he get open? I can't get open. These guys are attached to my hip. And then you start looking at his footwork. Like, ooh, I see that. Look at that move he does right there, that little juke, that little maneuver. You study greatness. You want to be rich? You study people that are rich. How did they get their money? What did they do? Who were they hanging out with? How did they get it? I want to be successful, so I'm studying successful people. Oprah Winfrey is probably one of the most successful people in the history of America. Here's this quote. Let's listen to it. We'll come back and talk about it. Because my definition of luck is preparation meeting the moment of opportunity. Her definition of luck is preparation meeting the moment of opportunity. Really think about that and think about how you can apply that in life. And what is, how does that apply to your life? You have to prepare yourself because there's going to be a time that opportunity arises. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, that was luck that that opportunity arose. No, 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 no. It's not luck. You create your own luck. You prepare yourself for a moment that could possibly happen. Let's just say that you want that great job. Well, you keep pre preparing. You go in there. You read about the history of that, that, that corporation. You see what the books are. You see what the money is and what's coming in and what's coming out. Whatever it is you're studying. And then you go in there and then you kill that interview. Why? Because you were prepared. And then all of a sudden you get the job. You know what people are going to say? Oh my God, you're so lucky. You're working for Google. Oh my God, they're paying you all that money. You're so lucky. No, you're not. I wasn't. You weren't lucky. You were prepared. And you prepared yourself so excellently that you then had an opportunity and seized that opportunity. It wasn't luck. It was your hard work in which you got it to. And one of those things, again, what I was talking about before is being consistent. Okay. You can't just go to the gym once or twice a week. You have to consistently go to the gym if you want to see results. If you want to learn a new language, you can't just expect once a month 
that you're going to then study different terms and different sentences and think that all of a sudden you're going to learn French. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. You want to learn the guitar, you don't pick it up once a week and think all of a sudden, you know, in two weeks you're going to be a professional. Eddie Van Halen, not going to happen. You have to consistently play that guitar. You have to consistently find the notes, consistently tune the guitar, consistently find and feel and what is, how, how do I get it? The sounds, all of it. That's what you have to do. An actor, right? You have to consistently be honing their craft. You know, what it is to be an actor, what it is to, you know, really be engulfed in the role. What is this person want? What is this scene all about? And then when you go to that audition, man, you nail it and you got it and you're ready. And again, what do people say? Oh my God, I, I can't believe you're on Curb Your Enthusiasm. You are so lucky that you're on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm not lucky. I worked my tail off to get there. I've been to acting school for three years. I went on over 500 auditions and got no's 500 times. The 501st time was the yes at Curb Your Enthusiasm. It wasn't luck. But to the outside, it looks like luck. But you have to prepare. And what you need to do to prepare, and just like what Oprah Winfrey said, it's all about consistency. You have to be consistent. Consistency is key. It's key in relationships, right? You can't just keep being an ass to somebody in a relationship and expect them to fall in love with you. No, you have to consistently be nice. You have to consistently be there for the person. You have to consistently give them a shoulder to cry on if they're going to trust you, right? Trust is earned. How do you earn trust? By consistently being there for somebody. Consistently showing them that you're not gonna ruin or you know, discourage them from trusting you. It's earned, it's not overnight. It's a slow, gradual process. Being great, being successful is a slow, gradual process. And the only way that you can do that is by being consistent. It's the truth. All right, listen, we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, if you get a chance, go over to our YouTube page, share the show, you know, um, we're streaming on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, St uh, Spotify, all the audio, Rumble, YouTube, subscribe, like, Again, share the show. If you have anything that you want to suggest, anything that you have any issues with, email me, joe at thejocozoshow.com. Also go to our TikTok page, just my personal TikTok. Every morning I do what is called Park Talk. And I do some motivational things on TikTok. It's just at Jocozo. Follow me on there. Clips of this show will be on my TikTok and Instagram page at the Jocozo Show. The Instagram page, I mean the YouTube page and Rumble is also at the Jocozo Show. We also have a political show that we also do too. Short, just like this, just getting things out there and being, you know what? Consistent. So with that being said, we are out. Peace. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, but that wraps it up for another edition of the Joe Cozo Show. <laughs> 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 <laughs>